0: from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch, or on Twitter, right? On Twitter? Mm -hmm. Or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local, mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is... My good friend, Ashley Pickle. What do you want? I just want to have a great show with my friend Ashley. Is that okay? No,
1: you want something. This is gonna be a, the mics go off, and you are gonna say, "So, actually, I have a big dumb idea." That's when you call
0: me idea. your friend. I've told you, I've told you my big dumb ideas. That's fair for the most, for the most part. Today is Tuesday, February fifteenth, twenty twenty-two. Two hundred eighty-two days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to um, uh, our
1: our good friend uh, Sarah Merrifield.
0: Oh, it's happy birthday! birthday. Yeah, I need a texture, but I today's own.
1: Yeah, I saw it when I got on a social media site. I was like, "Oh, happy birthday!" Yeah, we need a texture
0: after the show. Episode 1,332. On today's show, my friends,
1: big announcement.
0: Okay, might as well just tell them that (laughs) we have a big announcement? Then. We're going to go celebrate uh, Pickle's favorite day.
1: Math Tuesday. (laughs) good day. Why don't you just tell everybody? I'm going to lean back. You tell everybody that's on the show. We got big announcement. Math Tuesday. Another reminder. And then Houston Heights head coach, Stephen (laughs) Dixon. I can yell those two if you want me to. Houston Heights Bulldog head <laughs> coach Stephen Dixon. Yes,
0: our buddy. Um, so, big show today. <laughs> we do hope you'll stick with us. Do we have first four through the door?
1: We sure do. It was uh, Rob Hadaway, Just Chad, Aaron Arbuckle, and Hector Rios. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome
0: in, my friends. Okie dokie artichoke. We have a small announcement to make. Big announcement. Okay, a, a, let's agree an announcement of some size. That's fair. So, this is something that we have been getting pestered about for years. I mean that. For yes. Actual years. Uh, and we finally relented. It's not that we didn't want to do it, but. Uh, there
1: was just logistics we had logistics to get through. Logistics
0: had to come through. Uh, we now have it. Right. Ladies a, and gentlemen. A drum roll. Introducing the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Merch Store. Merch! TexasFootball.com slash merch uh you can go on there here i've got a if you if you want to throw it up we ordered a t-shirt oh yeah well okay i'll put that That's down there's one of them there you go. so for all your merch needs if you need dave campbell's texas football merch we we we, we have the uh, texasfootball.com/merch is where you can find it and uh we have uh we have worked to, uh to figure out exactly what the people want mhm um We've got shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got backpacks, we've got fanny packs, we've got uh, a, a Tep and Step shirt. There's women stuff. Uh, uh-huh. uh, I, I came to you and Mallory <laughs> and I said, hey, what do, uh, what do women want to wear? We're- and we were like, stand back. <laughs> And so there's some uh, there's some uh, some cute women stuff on there apparently I don't know I don't know what's cute Oh yeah
1: no we hooked you up ladies But anyway and there's also kids stuff
0: kids stuff as well Texasfootball.com/slash/merch is where you can find uh, the new Dave Campbell's Texas Football merch store uh, It's long time coming We know you've been asking for it
1: I don't so. even think Aaron Flynn is in the comments today We're going to he has been the sole person that has been on the merch bandwagon for years
0: texasfootball.com slash merch you can buy your Dave Campbell's Texas Football merch uh, there uh, so make sure you go check that out see if there's something that you are particularly interested in you know what I'm even going to tweet about it right now um, so make sure you go check out uh, texasfootball.com slash merch to see uh, for the uh, for, for all of the all the, the needs in your life uh, you know if you were late for Valentine's Day then maybe mm-hmm. go go check out texasfootball.com slash merch go check it out Okie dokie pickle. Is there uh is there something else we're supposed to do today? Math Tuesday. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Um It's Math Tuesday. It's Math Tuesday, Pickle. And we're gonna talk a little bit about upsets. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh the biggest upsets in UIL Texas High School football in twenty twenty one. Um and and what I think is funny about Texas High School football and, and when it comes to upsets is that especially during the regular season, probably even through the first couple of rounds of the playoffs. Because there is um because there are so many games going on at once. Because on a on a regular random Friday night there're going to be 600 games going on all at once. the anatomy of a Texas high school football upset kind of always goes the same. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. What happens is it'll be the second quarter, of the third quarter, and the local beat reporter will be at the game, and they'll tweet out an update score. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's pickle highs of 14 to 13 on Tepper High. Right? Mm-hmm. At that point, there will be a a, a big account like Matt Stab, mm-hmm. right? Or the Dave Campbell's account, right?
1: That says, keep your eye on it'll this.
0: It'll go, and they'll retweet it, with the eyeball emoji, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's what it is. They uh, they will go and they'll retweet it with the eyeball emoji, and then suddenly, m- more people will start to follow this beat reporter, and they'll continue to to provide upset or uh, updates. And then whenever it goes final, everyone goes crazy and they go, "Oh my god, look at this upset!" Absolutely, it always, it always works the same on a Friday mm-hmm. night. Always works the same, and so and, and part of that is because there's just so many. Um, there's just so many games to keep track of mm-hmm. that it's impossible to, to, to identify in real time what is and isn't a big upset. Right. And and there inevitably what happens is Sunday will roll around. Sunday mm-hmm. will roll around. And I'll be kind of scrolling through... Um, we, uh, we'll, I'll be scrolling through the the site slash scores mm-hmm. and I'll be like whoa like I didn't even see that
1: one yeah I was going to say because it it typically those the ones that get tweeted out are big blue blood schools that are down bad yes. and it's like so so a Highland Park Frisco Wakeland everyone yes. was locked in Correct. ready to go there's all the other ones that you're like wait a second mm-hmm. <laughs> so
0: but not all upsets are created equal in fact I can tell you um, let me pull this up. The What I think is, is interesting, the way we're going to measure the biggest upsets is with math because this is Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. And so the way we're going to do that is we're going to use texasfootball.com computer projections. Mm-hmm. Now, for those who don't know, uh, we partner with our friend Jerry Forrest at Uh His computer system puts together a computer projection for every game in the state based on the team's ratings. So if... Pickle high is rated higher than Tepper High, then Pickle High is going to be favored by X number of points to win to win the game. Tepper High will be X point underdog. Mm-hmm. Right? So, would you believe? Maybe not. But when when you take a look at these at the at the games, and we're only counting UIL games. We take a look at them. The we're taking a look at the biggest point the projections. Basically, you could compare con- consider this where the computer was the most wrong if you wanted to. So I put together the top 10. These were the 10 biggest upsets. These are the only 10 games that were uh, in, in Texas high school football this year where the team was a four touchdown underdog and they were able to overcome it. Mm-hmm. And number ten was Breckenridge over Jack, uh, Jacksboro in week one. You're going to notice week one is a is a, uh, a a trend here. I think it's because one thing you've got to remember is the computer is still figuring things out. We have our preseason projections, mm-hmm. and then the computer is taking the data, and they are um, then they're going and they are adjusting based on the new data, mm-hmm. right? So when you've only got preseason projections. All you need is for the preseason projections to be wrong for it to be a big upset.
1: And it might not be the fact that the like the computer does not take in the fact that there could be this superstar sophomore that we're sure. a quarterback that's like, oh my gosh, this
0: kid can throw. It doesn't know that. And so Breckenridge beat Jaxborough 49-28 back in week one. They were 28-point dogs. Also in week one, Lumberton beat Columbus 31-19. Now remember, Columbus started the year ranked number seven. They were at regional finals a year ago. Lumberton was coming off of a... Two and seven season. So, really, there's a lot. Of, there was ample reason to believe, even though Lumberton's a 4A and Columbus is a 3A, ample reason to believe that Lumberton was a big underdog to Columbus. They were 33 point dogs. They ended up winning that game 31 19. Then you go to week 11. Also, 33 point underdogs was Mission. The Eagles of Mission were 33 point dogs. And Honestly, it's, it's, it's a little bit easy to see why, because PSJA North was cooking with gas. I want to say, let me see if I can pull this up real quick, I want to say they were undefeated. Um, they, mm-hmm. PSJA North was one of the very best teams in the Rio Grande Valley. They were cruising along. Mission Vet, uh, our mission rather, was a team that was just kind of looking to to, to play. Not spoiler because they got into the playoffs. They had to win to get in the playoffs. But they were thirty three point dogs, especially the week before they'd gotten trounced by Edinburgh Vela. Mm-hmm. Instead, they go out there and they beat them twenty seven to twenty one. Big underdogs come away with a big win. Next up, thirty four point underdogs. Back to week one. Uh, Harper beat Tahanis, uh, uh 14 to seven, and another thing to remember about this is that Harper was was not doing great going into the going into the year. Okay. They, were, they, were not going, uh, they were not doing great coming into the year. They were a team we did not necessarily have high hopes for. Tehanis was a team that, you know, look, was coming off of a pre- pretty nice year, uh, a lot to be excited about uh, for Dehanus, and in the end, Harper was able to sp- uh, spring the upset. Uh, so one thing, again, you go back to week one, not a ton of data. This is a Harper team that was uh, coming off of a 2-9 and uh, two and nine season. They were out, able to go out there and beat a, a team in Dehanus that was uh, pretty highly thought of. Speaking of which, week two brought us Axtell beating Brema. Now, Axtell, this is pretty, sh- pretty shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Axtell was a team that was, you know, 1 and 8 the year before. And and when you, you even zoom out a little bit further, they were 1 and 9 the year before. Okay, they they had won two games the previous two years combined. They go out there and Bremond, you know, say what you want about where they are right now. Uh, and but they were a team that was eight and four the year before. They were an area finalist, they were a team that was kind of considered maybe a dark horse there in region two or region three of two A Division Two. But Axel goes out there and beats them as thirty four point underdogs. we go to Fort Worth, uh, Fort Worth Polytechnic. Now Poly is a program that, again, was pretty Pretty down, mm-hmm. pretty down. They're four and seven uh, the year before. They're big underdogs to Fort Worth Northside, who was really cooking with gas. Uh, they go out there and they beat them fourteen and nine as thirty-six point underdogs. Staying in Fort Worth ISD, this one was probably the biggest like shocker. Mm-hmm. But Arlington Seguin, Arlington Seguin. When you think of Arlington ISD football, you don't necessarily think of Arlington Seguin. They're four and four uh, the year before. Uh, going up against Fort Worth Wyatt, uh, they were big underdogs. They were able to pull off the win into the top three. And these were the three that I thought were really stand out above everything else. Killeen Ellison. Uh, week one, Ellison coming in, taking on uh, Liberty Hill. Now, Liberty Hill was recently promoted to 5A and things like that. This an Ellison team. This is a 6A, but they were 2-8. Liberty Hill was playing in a state semifinal the year before. Liberty Hill was a team we had high hopes for. Liberty Hill ended up playing in a state championship. Mm-hmm. But in week one, Ellison got them. 12-7, uh, in, in one of the big shockers, I think, of week one. 36-point uh, underdogs. They were able to get the win. Number two. Now we're getting into serious stuff. Burke Burnett. <laughs> Burke Burnett. This one jumped off the page immediately. <laughs> this one was nutso. Now there's a, and there's a lot to dive into here. First of all, they go and they beat Decatur uh, 24-20. to Okay, That, in and of itself, worth celebrating. Good win for them. It's also worth remembering... That going into that game, Burke Burnett was one and eight. Okay, and they were taking on Decatur, who was a team that even though they had a bit of an ugly record, they were four and six, or you know, uh, uh, they were four and uh, four and five going into that game. They were a team that had played some really tough uh, really tough schedule. Right? They played Glen Rose. They played Midlothian Heritage. They had a win over Graham, right? Um, they had a win over Lake Worth, who ended up being 9-3, right? They kind of scuffled down the stretch. But Burke Burnett was playing for pride. They were playing for nothing in this game. and They went out there, and they were able to get the win 24-20 in Week, one, week 11 as 40-point underdogs. Which brings us to number one, the undisputed biggest shocker of the year. Mm-hmm. And that was Stanton 39, Childress 34 in the by district playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't see these types of things in the playoffs.
1: I was going to say that the playoff aspect makes it the most impressive. Right.
0: In fact, of the games that were—of uh, the upsets that were decided by—that were 10-point t- underdogs, so to speak— uh, there are, I believe, a, a little fewer than a hundred of them, and of those, I believe only four of them happened in the playoffs. Tom Ball over Cy Park was mm-hmm. one of them. They were 19 point underdogs, right? Uh, only over Rawls was another one. Barbers Hill beating Four pin Marshall, uh, they were 20, 24 point underdogs. But this one is shocking. Mm-hmm. Childress was a team we were looking at as potential state championship caliber. Absolutely. We thought they were going to win Region 1. Mm-hmm. We thought this was the year that they were going to win Region 1. We should
1: have found the bracketology clip of going, oh, this is Childress' to lose. Stanton
0: <laughs> was a fourth-place finisher. Mm-hmm. Stanton was a team that was just kind of bobbing along, had real happy-to-be-here vibes. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're just playoffs. happy to be here. Hey, we made the playoffs. It's already a successful year. In the end... They go out there and they stun them, 39-34. This is that quintessential upset you see start brewing in the second quarter that suddenly Step and I are tweeting about it. Dave Campbell's is tweeting about it. Everyone's tweeting about it. And Stanton's able to hold off and pull off the upset. 47-point underdogs, by far the biggest upset in UIL Texas high school football in 2021. So there you go. There is your... Biggest upsets in Texas high school football in 2021. Uh, We will get uh, a piece up on texasfootball.com about that. If there's another uh, one that you think uh, deserves to be on this list, let us know, and I can look it up and tell you how big of an upset it was. How about that? Look at that on-demand upsets. We're at Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on Texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at tctf, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at Texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at Texasfootball.com/slash subscribe. We're already hard at work on the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. If you want that mailed to you before you it hits newsstands please go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe also we
1: have a reminder
0: a reminder that the voting is open for the dairy max built by chocolate built by nature rather built by it says built by nature and built by chocolate milk they go back and forth it's because it's because uh chocolate milk is nature's candy Mm -hmm. uh dairy max built by nature assistant coach of the year who should it be Vote at texasfootball.com. Uh, it, it, you can vote as many times as you want through March 1. Vote for who you think should be the Dairy Max built by nature assistant coach of the year at texasfootball.com. Voting unlimited through March 1st.
1: I want a chocolate milk award. Like-
0: you had chocolate milk in College Station.
1: I did. It was fantastic, too. That little whatever breakfast place that we stopped at was fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Very good chocolate milk. I didn't have good chocolate
1: milk. Well, uh, sh- I should have tweeted it at our boy, our chocolate milk I know. boy. You should have said, hey, man. Yeah, I- I'm taking here, but- tasting the grassy roots here in College Station.
0: I create a monster. <laughs> uh, pickle, while we were down in College Station, we caught up with... And bothered, let's be honest. Yes. A number of great coaches uh, across the state. One of them, the head coach of the Houston Heights Bulldogs, Coach Steven Dixon. Uh, We had a great conversation, including, um, and he brings it up organically. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't, you didn't prompt it. Um, we uh, he went to uh, what he brought up South Oak Cliff State Championship and what it does for a program like his there mm-hmm. in, in Houston ISD. Really cool conversation with Stephen Dixon, our buddy down there at Houston Heights. Here's our conversation with Houston Heights head coach Stephen Dixon here on Texas Football Today. Dave Campbell's Texas Football here in College Station at the Lone Star Clinic. Here the head coach, of Houston Heights, Coach Stephen Dixon. Coach, how are
2: you, my friend? Oh phenomenal, phenomenal. Glad to be back and. And A little bit of sense of normalcy and seeing a lot of great friends and coaches here at the clinic.
0: So The last time we had you on our air, you were uh, you were drawing mm. the state of Texas. Um, uh, yeah, that
2: was a a pretty bad experiment. Uh, I I got to say, from a content perspective, I thought it was great. Uh, yeah, it was great, but not for me. I got <laughs> I got ragged by everybody in the whole state about that about that drawing. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's, talk, let's talk about your ball club. Uh, you know, last year uh, a four and seven mark. You guys go uh, it, get into the playoffs. Things like that. You know, I know that I know that the, the standard that you're building there at, at yeah. Heights. I'm, I'm interested in how you assess what you guys were able to do in 2021.
2: Uh, it, it was it was, you know, a struggle. Um, we were very young. Um, you know, surprisingly, you know, COVID COVID hit us worse than it did when it first came out. Um, and we were missing some guys during the season, uh, and that hurt us pretty well. And we were pretty young. Uh, so got everybody coming back. Got a very talented group coming back. Uh, got some phenomenal freshmen uh, that, that's coming off a 10-0 season. Uh, it's probably about eight or nine division one type kids in that class so i think the future is really bright at heights high school
0: you know you mentioned how young you guys were last year i'm interested as the as the season went on did you see the growth from those young guys that you wanted to see
2: yes i did uh just saw the growth a lot of mistakes got eliminated um and again you know when you're you're playing for us we're going to allow you to make mistakes and learn from them um and then i just saw the growth going towards the end of the season um and, and just I really feel like, you know, uh, South Oak Cliff gave me, as an inner-city coach, they gave me a, a lot of hope uh, because the narrative is, hey, you can't win in inner-city. And I think just watching those guys play and watching uh, Austin LBJ, uh, they gave me so much ho- hope in my heart that, you know, with with the work ethic and, and, and putting the work in as coaches and players, it can be done. It's
0: you know, yeah. really interesting you mentioned that because, you know, we've talked with a number of other coaches who, who say that same thing, which is that, yes, seeing that it can be done is you know for these for these coaches that you know you know there seems like there's everyone everyone's rooting for them you know to, yes. to, to bring it home
2: yeah.
0: it, do you get the sense that is that something you pass on to your kids and you say guys look at this we can play at the highest level
2: oh we talked about it uh, when we started off season. they they were pretty much our staple that we talked about you know because a lot of inner city kids go through so much off the field um and the narrative is you can't, you you know, you got through so much going on, you don't have the resources, you don't have this, you don't have that. Um, you know, you're not going to be able to get it done. You know, you don't have what Katie has, you don't have what North Shore has, you don't have what Duncanville has, you don't have what a lot of these other, Highland Park or a lot of these other schools that win the state chairman, you don't have what they have. And I think that narrative has uh, changed. Um, and I think that, you know, putting in work, coming to clinics like this, becoming a better coach, I think that that narrative can change, no doubt.
0: You know, last week uh, was realignment. Uh, nothing changed, nothing doing there for, for you guys there, Eighteen six 6 a You know, I'm interested in what, 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 what all that was like, you know, knowing full well you knew pretty much how things were going to shake out and kind of stayed the same?
2: Yeah, it stayed the same for us. I know it probably shake up for some other people, uh, but stayed the same for us. Um, you know, stay for, same for us when it, you know, getting to the playoffs, we're going to face the same type of opponents that we played, you know, coming to the first round, second round, coming out. Uh, I'm interested really in seeing in a couple of years probably how that thing is going to shake up if there is going to be a 7A. I know a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, I'm interested to see how that is going to pan out a couple of years from now.
0: Okay, so then, final question. You know, we mentioned off the top that at coaching convention last year, we had you draw the state of Texas. Do you have a request? Like, what would you like to draw? What would you like for us to ask you to draw this time around? Is there something you would feel more comfortable uh, drawing, knowing full well we'll be recording it and showing it to the entire state?
2: <laughs> I don't know if I'm drawing anything today. <laughs> uh, no. <new. I> appreciate it. <laughs> thank you.
0: There he is, Stephen Thanks Dixon. The coach of the Houston Heights Bulldogs. Appreciate him taking some time. Thought he, thought it was really um, illuminating what he said about South Oak Cliff, about how like we're talking about that in our locker room and saying, guys, look, they are they're the same as us. We can mm-hmm. do this. Like there's nothing stopping. There's nothing holding us back.
1: No, and it's one of those things. We talked a lot about what it meant for Dallas ISD, and I think we focused a lot on what it meant for Dallas ISD, but you don't think that when you head down 200, 300 miles down south on 45 that it's having the exact same impact, and it is. And that's really stinking cool.
0: Absolutely. So there you go, uh, our conversation with Stephen Dixon on Fuston Heights. We appreciate his time. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts.
1: Allow me to toot my own horn here. Here
0: we go, toot, toot, toot.
1: (laughs) The first comment I got back after tweeting out the merch thing was how much that they like the fanny pack. And all oh, you men, Remy.
0: <laughs> she doesn't even live here anymore. <laughs> she to Michigan? But she made
1: the perfect point. Men do not value and appreciate fanny packs enough because y'all always have pockets big enough to hold things in. Mm-hmm. We don't have pockets big enough to hold things you in. Can. So fanny packs. I'm just glad that we're trying to expand our female marketing, and what we're doing is we're giving women fanny fami- fanny packs.
0: Go ahead and throw up the graphic again. Texasfootball.com/slash/merch. Yeah,
1: um, I'm gonna throw up the fanny pack one.
0: If you have idea, I will say this: uh, this uh, this company that we've partnered with to get the to do the merch, um, this company. If you have an idea. We can probably make it work. No promises. I can't mm-hmm. promise it. But we can at least look into it. Yeah. If there's something you're really interested in, like, oh, I'd really love like a... Uh there's a Tep and Step shirt, but let's say there wasn't. Yeah. i really love a Tep and Step shirt. We could mm-hmm. probably make a Tep and Step shirt, yeah. right? So if there's something you're interested in, something you'd, you'd like, uh, let us know. Maybe we'll start doing Shirt of the Month or something.
1: That's what I think. Yeah, Would y'all is that something y'all would be interested in? Let us know, Shirt of the Month. But yeah. I think that that's something that would keep the merch train yeah. alive. So there you go.
0: TexasFootball.com slash merch is where you can find the new Dave Campbell's Texas Football merch store. It's going to do it for us. Thanks. Go get your franny packs. I should spend a little bit of your day with us. Pick I'll say this. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna sign you up for work. Oh gosh. If you buy a fanny pack and you bring it to Pickle, she will sign it.
1: That's, yes, okay. She My will signature's s- awful, but she will yes. Sign Just to prove pack. a point that the fanny pack is the most valuable thing on that entire website, please do. I will sign it.
0: Thank you for <laughs> Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash campbells, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Houston Heights coach, head coach, Stephen Dixon, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tapper, Vince Young, please can be your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.